What's going on, guys, and welcome back to The Q. Name still pending with your host, uh, O-Nerd or Quentin. That's me. How's it going? Um, at this point, we're, uh, what, three episodes in? Um, and I talked a little bit about news in the last episode. And today, I don't know. What did you think of the intro? How did, how did you, uh, is that good? Um, there is actually, to that intro, to uh, give you a little bit behind the scenes, there is actually some uh, visuals that go with that. Um... Originally, the idea was to use it for stream assets. Um, it's kind of built off of, what do you want to call... Uh, you know, if anybody watched Loki, the TV show that just came out not too long ago, less than a month ago, if you uh, if you watched that, you kind of already understand the vibe that I was uh, aiming for. And don't get me wrong, um, I had this idea of like a retro style, like theme for everything that I do um, across platforms. Uh, because retro's dope. Um, also because I'm a like 1999 baby, so I know I know what it's like being in the 90s and early 2000s, where retro was just going out of style or whatever. Before it was even considered retro, I don't know what you would call it back then. I don't know, but it's in style right now, and it's something I've always vibed with. So, you know, I wanna I wanna streamline all of my. Uh, all of my platforms to kind of have this similar vibe instead of kind of all over the place. So anyways, yeah, that intro has a greater theme to it. Uh, a lot of my uh, stream assets and uh, video assets will be in that same vibe, and so so will also this stuff. Um, potentially there'll be some music in the background of this episode. Let me know what you guys think of that, if that's a good idea or a bad idea, if it's too loud or too quiet. Um, still dialing in the... Um, the levels and the things like that, you know. Um, so hopefully it sounds good and it'll be cool. Uh, hopefully the vibe works and you guys enjoy it because I do. And so it's going to stick around. So hopefully you'll find find enjoyment in it at least. But um, today's show, uh, what do I really want to talk about? I don't know 100%. I wanted to, I came up with the idea today to talk about um, the creativity or the creative um, eye, I don't know exactly the word I'm looking for, the concept of my YouTube videos. I don't know. Um, if you've watched my old YouTube videos, all of them in order, there is, there's like a, a, a style, a theme, a, um, I was aiming to in invoke feelings and things in them. Um, and from just the outside perspective, if you just watch it as a YouTube video, it's pretty trash, pretty garbage, uh, editing and quality. And I didn't really, I didn't have structure in any of them, but I think, um, about halfway through making those videos, actually, after like the first year of making the videos that I, I discovered that that was the style is that it's very raw and very, this is actually what happened. There's no overproduction of the story. There's not a um, a script being written and read from. There's not a extreme polish that you get on YouTube nowadays. I didn't do that. And about halfway through my YouTube creation, the time that I did it, um, I figured why not just 
instead of trying to go to be like everybody else, why don't I just follow my, my style? Um, and I'm, I don't, I'm not an art major. I'm not a, a person of the arts. So I don't, I don't know the lingo and the, 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 the words basically for what I'm trying to say. Um, and I haven't really looked into it enough to kind of give meaning to what I was doing, but I think that there's something beautiful and something interesting about my old videos that if you watch them for the art and the creativity and less of the, this is a raw like XCOM 2 gameplay. I mean, the XCOM and the RimWorld doesn't really count. Those are like stream highlight videos. I don't really count them as part of the style because they came out like a year before I started doing uh, actual uploads. So I think starting with the Minecraft series, I think that's that's where where the uh, where the the term that I'm looking for where that comes from. That's the that's the starting point of the storyline that I was building on YouTube. And so if you watch that and you go back through all of them, I think I think you can see what I'm what I'm meaning is that it's very true to itself. If that makes any sense. Um, I have, I have a, I have a, I have a random video on my Melee Dump channel. If you find it, you found it. I don't know why you did or what you're doing there. But anyways, it's just me playing, uh, Super Smash Brothers and I'm just in a voice call on Discord with Spencer and Sam. And it was just a random clip that I was just, you know, I was messing around with Pichu and a couple of the characters. I don't know if I played other characters. Just getting, uh... You know, that was when I was really big into Melee, and I was just getting practice and getting warmed up. And, uh, you know, how I how I do Melee is I play I play secondaries, tertiary, and random low tiers when I'm just getting uh, my hands warm and getting prepared to actually play consistent. I don't like to play as my main character or the character that I'm going to be playing that day specifically because I feel like it gets too much. I get too much into my own head when I'm not playing good with the character, that it takes me longer to get warmed up and into the zone with the character. So if I play other random kind of trash characters, it helps uh, helps me get into the right mindset that, okay, I'm actually playing a top-tier character now and it can do better. It can do things that I want to do and my hands can actually do it now as well. But anyways, besides the point of that, I named the video This Is Discord and I think that specific video really captures what all of my all of my content is currently on on my own nerd channel is that it's just it's raw it is what actually happened it's just as pure as it can be i mean i cut out dead air or breaks where we're not doing anything or you know potentially some uh words that you can't really say on the internet um it's meant to be inside jokes with friends that's you guys understand what I mean. There's just some things you you wouldn't say in public and you don't actually mean, but as a friend group, it's just kind of, it's a joke, you know, and everybody knows it's a joke and everybody's okay with it. So some of that stuff's cut out and it's not in there and you can kind of tell because it is very, very raw editing. It's very chop and paste the next segment together. Um, but I think that's, that's something that's unique to my content. I don't, you don't see that a lot especially in the larger, um, higher, higher viewed, higher subscribed YouTube channels. They're way too, I wouldn't say corporate, but you know, you know what I mean, where they're very, it has to look like this. Whereas my, my videos have always been authentic to what actually happened 
and were as about as raw as, as though you were there. And that was the image that I was trying to capture. Especially if you start watching like some of my uh, vlogs. Like specifically if you watch the uh, the video. Uh, I can't remember. What it's, it's something about what it's like to graduate in 2019. I want to say. Or 2018. Depending on what year it was. But that one. And um, prom. Or potentially the prom vlog. Boston's in this one. Or something like that. I don't know. But the one with prom. Those two videos specifically, that's Boston's Senior Prom and Boston's Graduation, um, as well as, you know, Garrett and Sam and Sydney and Clayton and Jeremiah and all of those boys, all of them also graduated during that time. Ethan, um, shout-outs to you guys. Uh, you guys all graduated at the same time there. That was your your class as a whole, like, uh, through Boston, this is how I heard all of this, your class noticed how authentic and how wow this really feels like what we felt when we were in that moment and i think that's really special because that's not you can't unless you were there you can't really feel it but by the way that i edited and the way that i captured and the way that i filmed everything and how i put it together everybody that was there felt those emotions again and I think that's 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 great. Like that was that was what I was going for, and I was just glad that I got the uh, the validation that what I would the my creative thought actually came out correctly. I think, yeah. And there was just, it's just it's it's awesome. Um, so if you if you went to those two things, uh, rewatch those those are great videos. Um, I recommend those videos. It's like my top top three videos to watch. They're they're great. Um, and also they were, they were at the peak of when I was vlogging and, uh, doing things, uh, closer to like the Casey Neistat style. Like I was trying to do the proper shots. Obviously that was before I really got into Wes Anderson and filmmaking, um, which now, um, kind of a slight, um, leak, but vlogs will be coming back with me in Boston and potentially if I can get, uh, her permission, um, we are going to, you know, it's going to, it's going to be more my style and she's just going to, uh, edit out. She's going to be the, I'm going to be the creative doing the editing and she is going to be the, uh, executive decision maker on if a clip should stay in or not, depending on if it will be interesting enough kind of thing. So it'll be a, it'll be a dual creative process, but her thing is you can't leave the dead air in there. You can't leave a lot of the empty space. It's got to be a lot tighter which I think is going to be a good thing. It's going to help with the filming process and the editing process as a whole. So the vlogging channel won't be my pure, authentic, um, artistic self, but the the art style of Wes Anderson, if you know who Wes Anderson is as a filmmaker, um, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, go watch uh, Isle of Dogs, um, Fantastic Mr. Fox, Grand Budapest Hotel, uh, Moonrise Kingdom, um, a movie that kind of, it's not Wes Anderson, but it is, the uh, the director is inspired by him. If you watch Class Rank, it came out in 2017. That's a great movie, by the way. I highly recommend Class Rank. It's great. Um, but it does have the Wes Anderson um, style. And I, I recommend watching that video, that movie as well to kind of understand what I'm talking about. Class Rank, I think, is on um, Netflix, Fantastic Mr. Fox, Isle of Dogs are both on Disney Plus, and I'm not sure where Grand Budapest Hotel is, but I know it's on there. I'm not sure where Moonrise Kingdom is either. I haven't seen that anywhere um, recently, but um, 
check those out um, to kind of understand what I was saying. But back to the general idea was that why I came onto this podcast specifically is because I want to um, express the uh, this is what my creative idea was with the YouTube videos. And of course, if you go back and watch them, you'll understand what I'm talking about. If now that you have the context that I'm giving you, um, you can see all of the points that I'm making, and it gives a whole a whole new experience to the video. Um, especially recently, I was watching the uh, the PUBG videos back over again, and those ones are oh, they're so good because they're so bad. Um, it was at such an odd time in my life where I was up at like 4 a.m. playing Battle Royales and getting like three kills a game and loving every moment of it. Um, so just making the videos was so much fun. And then the actual editing process and then capturing the the emotion of, wow, I literally suck at this game, but I'm having so much fun. That comes through in the video. Like you could watch it and be like, wow, this guy's actually just trash at the game and should not be playing this game. Um, as much as he is, but you also, you, you get the entertainment value of this guy is just having fun playing the game. He's just enjoying the time being there with his friends on discord, um, and being terrible at the game together. I mean, yeah, it's great. Those, those videos are so much fun to go back and watch. Um, the more recent ones, like the, the halo MCC videos that we did, those ones are fire. Uh, unironically, I actually put a lot of effort into those to try and be more, more good videos, um, as, as a watching, just as a default watcher and they are, they're solid, but again, those capture the, this is the friend group and this is, we're all having fun here at the end of the day. Um, I think that's, I think it's fun. Um, you should go back and watch them all. This is just a shameless plug to get more views on my channel before I bring it back around again, but I would like to hit a hundred subscribers soon. So slight shill, of course, but this video, uh, or not this video, this podcast has been longer than all of my other ones before but I really just wanted to kind of get the the thought process of my um my art on YouTube I wanted to express give you context to what my art was supposed to mean because you don't get that a lot uh especially with like modern art or things like NFTs and those different projects where you don't really get the creator's mind behind why and how they did what they did and what they're trying to express. And so I, I thought giving the context here would, it's kind of like a director's commentary over their own movie, you know, um, where they're, they're giving context of themselves to you, the viewer. You don't have to watch that. They're just there expressing themselves and showing you all of the moments that was like, this is, this means a lot more than more to me than anybody else. And now that, you know, as somebody that has listened to the director's cut, can also be in on that. Um, and it's a good feeling, I think. I, uh, I I enjoy it, at least. Uh, I go back and I watch a lot of director cuts on a lot of movies, especially the Marvel stuff uh, recently, actually. Um, I went back through rewatching all of the MCU movies, starting with uh, Iron Man, watching in chronological order, um, in-universe chronological order, not release order, and not um, necessarily where it, 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 uh, it fits in the grand scheme of things but in the proper sequential order of in-universe timelines when things happen, uh, to the point where I've actually stopped any time travel or any um, overlap 
I watched those those in conjunction with each other. So like Ammon and the Wasp, that one's a really hard one to watch with uh, Infinity War, but I still did it, and it's a bit it's a bit wonky uh, at points. You kind of cut about like the two thirds. You kind of cut out and you watch most of Infinity War, then you come back, and then I finish Infinity War, then you go watch um, Ammon and the Wasp, but. That aside, watching those in the director's cut, you really get a lot of the understanding of Favreau and uh, Feige and all of the other directors. I don't remember all of the names. Taika Waititi, um, the Russo brothers, and uh, the other guys that did a lot of the early stuff that I don't remember any of their names. Um, James Gunn on the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And watching those gives you a whole new context to the movies as art and less about the story, which... That's what I'm really into right now. I've been I've been studying a lot about filmmaking and things like that. And um, most of the time, you learn a lot about the movies, especially both the storyline and also uh, context to the storylines. You learn a lot about both, and I think I think it's worth if you are interested in the fandom or the the story to go back and rewatch a director's cut um, or commentary, depending on how how they label it. So those are good to do. And so that's why I'm doing this here as well. Um, so hopefully you um, understand what I'm saying, and you go back through, rewatch some of my stuff, if not all of it, if you just really get into it, and you kind of understand at a deeper level what I was going for, what I was doing, and more importantly, what I will be doing in the future. Because I will be coming back, um, not 100% sure how the gaming videos will go, but I know Halo Infinite I will be doing content on 100% because that game is just way too much fun. Uh, I was in the tech preview. It was great. I'll talk more about the game itself uh, probably in September or October, closer to release time. If there happens to be a beta, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about the game itself. But that will be a game you will see me playing on my gaming channel soon-ish. Well, it'll release in holiday, but soon's relative, of course. But... Um, so yeah, I'm going to be coming back to that, um, potentially depending on how it structures the previous context that I have given will apply to this game. Um, and that's kind of like my idea for YouTube here soon. Um, so yeah, thank you for listening. Um, I hope this was enlightening and, um, I'll be back again and someday at some point with a new topic, a new story, a new idea. Um, whatever happens to come to my mind that I just want to speak about, um, that'll happen. Um, some bookkeeping, some small things to, uh, clarify, uh, no, no update on distribution. So wherever you're listening to this, um, thank you, but there's no mainstream way to get this. Um, check out the Patreon, please to support me if you want to, um, get in the discord for free, um, be a part of the community. Um, I think it'll be good for everybody, especially in the current climate we're coming in. The Delta virus is ramping up, and it looks like we may be going into a new uh, lockdown of some sort, and I think it'll be a lot more damaging on people's psyche um, than the first one was. And I think it'll be good to have a community of people to, to talk to. So even if you don't come to my Discord, find find a community or reach out to your friends and start that community um, it's good. It'll be good for you. I promise. Um, and last thing, um, potentially there will be an interview coming up on this podcast with, uh, probably Jeremiah. I think I'll do it with Jeremiah first, if he's willing. Um, the idea is to talk to him about his, um, financial, uh, journey, specifically, uh, 
crypto and investing if he is if he is down to discuss those things i know there's a slight taboo sometimes on uh your financial situation but i think i think that it'll be good if i can find somebody that is willing to not adhere to that taboo and break that that wall down and really break it down for the people that don't that don't know that haven't haven't started that journey or need help starting that journey because there's not a lot of stuff out there i've been i've been researching credit cards and how to uh, you know diversify your stock portfolio? How to invest in things? What an IRA and Roth IRA is? Why you don't want to just have a bank account or have cash laying in your mattress? And inflation and deflation, and economy as as a whole. I've been researching that a lot, and I think that'll be a really good episode to have. I would really like to have Jeremiah to be the the um, the first person on the list that I talked to because he is he is in a similar situation as myself. We're both starting that journey and it'll be good to have the beginner look and then build our way up. I'll have other people on there. I know Spencer is pretty deep into it. Um, depending on how we get really into it, um, Logan Hawker, if you're down, my guy, Mr. Rooster himself on Twitter one day, um, he's, he's a huge, huge uh, investor guy, a big money head. I don't know. I don't know his whole story and how that works, but I would be interested to talk to him about some of that stuff if he's willing. I know he's been uh, not necessarily a mentor. He's not a financial advisor, but I know he's reached out, uh, what was it, a year, maybe two years ago, um, saying that he would be down to help me with that journey. And I would, I you know, respectfully declined because I wasn't, wasn't ready for that yet. Um, I wasn't secure outside of, I didn't have enough of a financial building block to really start doing those things so that I would be able to safely come back if things didn't work out, if that makes any sense. Um, I didn't have a good enough cushion at the time. So that being said, that will be a future episode of Jeremiah is Willing. If not, we will get some other people um, that are willing to do it. Uh, and if worst case scenario, I might just start that conversation by myself and then bring in people um, as needed. So, uh, yeah, this one was really long, um, but I felt like it was good. I feel like it, it, uh, this, is, this is what it's going to be, this podcast. This, this is what to expect, um, especially from these solo episodes, the day-to-day things that I will be discussing. It'll be very, this, will be a, this, this, this one specifically will be a very deep dive into one topic, something that I'm really passionate about at the time. So, um, yeah, with that being said, this has been The Q, name still pending with your host, uh, me, Quentin, O-Nerd. Um, I will see you guys one, one, one point in the future. Um, take it easy, uh, potentially do some meditation, you know, work on your mental health. Fitness, it'll be, no, oh, don't even get me started on fitness. We'll talk about that too. Ooh, I got some stuff to say about fitness and um, mental mentality um, well-being. Um, a lot of stuff in there, too, that I would like to unpack. So, yeah, it's going to be a good time, guys. Um, I hope you all enjoyed. Uh, have a good evening um, or a good morning, depending on when you listen to this. Just have a good day, you know. Just live this day as though it's going to be the best one. I'll catch you guys later. See ya.